Good. Oh, thank you. There's a lot going on, huh? <laughs> There's a lot happening. I just want to just say, you guys are amazing. I don't know if you know that, but you're amazing. You're amazing, too. <laughs> thanks, Chloe. And I just want to just say thanks for your patience today. We're, we've been having problems with our pro presenter. And so just pray about that because we need a supernatural healing. We need something to happen with that because we've been having problems. But that's all right. God's got this, right? So today you're going to have to um, pay extra attention, all right? Getting you, prepping you for school. So it's going to be good. But before we do that, I have a couple of housekeeping things um, to share about. And um, so right now we're accepting new members to Faith Chapel. Yay, that's exciting, right? That's amazing news. And so um, I just want to um, just say all the members' names. And if you could just like, how about, do you want to stand up? How about you just stand up so everyone can see? Um, Denise Williams, and she's not here. She normally sits with Miss Brenda. Joshua and Candy Ramsdale. Yes. Karen, I'm going to mess up your name, Karen. Will you please forgive me? I'll just say Karen. <laughs> Karen, there she is. Woo! Yay. Jason Landry. Where are you, Jason? He's in the sound booth. Woohoo! Paul Stasier, yay, in the green shirt. And Dee Maricombi, yay, and Hannah too, woohoo! Yay, we love you guys. And we're so excited uh, that our family is growing. It's kind of like the official thing when you become a member. It's like, I am definitely part of this family, you know, thick and thin. I'm in prayer for you guys and standing with you. So it's always a good thing to do that. Um, also, one more thing is we're going to, um, school starts this week, and all the kids said yay or nay. <laughs> so, yeah, the parents are like, yeah. <laughs> so we want to pray for the kids this morning. And so um, if there's any teenagers, I know a lot of the kids are in kids' church, so we'll pray for them. Um, in the prayer as well. But if there's any um, students in here or kids that are going back to school, we want to pray for you right now. And if you want to stand up, come on, be bold. Hey, look at John. Hannah's standing up. All right, Allie. That's so good. Okay. And also, I want to pray. Yay, Tim. Come on. I want to pray for um, Deborah Wadley as well, if you could stand, because she's going to be going to um, South Dakota and going to be working with our missionary, um, Wendy Beccaro. So she's leaving this week as well. So we're going to pray for her. So if you can extend your hands, or if you're nearby one of them, you can put your hands on them, and we're just going to bless each student. So God, we just thank you for each student in this room, and those who aren't here this week, and maybe they're away on vacation for Labor Day, and those in um, the kids' wing, God, we just thank you for blessing them, God. We thank you for your hand being upon them. We thank you for protection over them. We thank you for a successful year, God, that this will be the best school year yet, God, that you would do amazing things in them, God, that things that they didn't understand in the past years, that it would just click for them, God and that you would just um, do, do like exceedingly abundantly above all they could ask or think. 
in their lives and in their school year. Protect them. Use them mightily, God, to advance the kingdom of God. And everyone said, amen, amen, hallelujah. So praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm excited. I am, um, we're continuing our series that my amazing husband uh, started out, and I know we don't have it up here, so I'll try to explain it. The name of our series is called Awestruck, Awestruck, and it's talking about the awe of God. And Jim Burley, if you haven't heard the messages in the past few weeks, you can um, you can listen to them um, on our, our mobile app or on our website or on Facebook. Um, you can watch them as well. And so saying that, I just want to um, just say hi to our live stream um, family that are watching right now. We love you guys. Even if you're not sitting in this room, you're still part of our family and we love you. Amen. So um, and also if you could take a moment um, to be able to share um, the, the Facebook Live as well. That helps us to be able to reach people um, with the gospel of Jesus. Amen. Who knows? Like we've had, I think I've mentioned this before, um, our niece who we, we didn't know that she was searching or um, was looking for God. She happened to watch it, and um, it was exactly what God was speaking to her that week and answered questions. So who knows what God can do? And he loves to work through technology. Amen. He loves to work for every, through everything. Thing. So today I'm just going to um, talk to you about um, the awestruckness of God um, as he encounters you with his awe, and then we give it away. Amen? You see it time and time again where, um, you know, the Holy Spirit would fall, um, like in Acts chapter 2, and all throughout Acts, the Holy Spirit would fall, and signs and wonders would happen, healings would happen, the demonic would get free, and all of these things. And then it says, and then there was great awe among them. You know, all the people were filled with awe. And it's just this this awestruckness and this... this um, Sorry, he doesn't like awestruckness. It's a Kelly word. Right? <laughs> Love you too. So praise God. So um, I want to. I, I looked up in the dictionary what awe means. Don't you like looking in the dictionary? Like it, it's like it answers a lot of questions, right? And so I looked, and I looked under the uh, thesaurus. The, the sorry about that. And um, it said this: the rapt attention. Now I was like, what does rapt mean? Why do they have to use that word in there? <laughs> And it's kind of like um, an, an awestruck, like have all your attention. Um, that's what rap means. The rap attention and deep emotion caused by the sight of something extraordinary. Isn't that good? It's really good. The rap attention and deep emotion caused by the sight of something extraordinary. And so, like, that really talks a lot about God, doesn't it? Because he's the most extraordinary person in the whole wide world. Amen? He's the creator of the whole universe. He created 
everything in the world, and he created us too. And, and it's like, and then not only did he do that, but he, 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 um, he wants a, a personal relationship with each one of us. So he's this awesome, all-powerful God creator. He spoke, and then the world was created, all of these amazing things. And then, you know, sin came into the world through Adam and Eve. Um, sin came into the world, but he, he was brokenhearted because of that, because it made a separation between us and God and us and himself. And so he sent someone so dear to him, he sent his son, and he sent him to die on a cross to take care of the relationship separation. And so he died our death. He died the, the thing that we should have died for, all of our sins, all of our wrongdoings, our shortcomings. He said, I'm going to take their place, and I'm going to die for them so that I can have a relationship with them. That's the kind of God we serve, amen? That he is a personal God, that he wants a relationship with us. He wants to show his awe-inspiring love. Just He wants us to be filled with his love every day, to filled with his presence every day. He wants us to hear his voice every day, amen? He wants this close relationship so that we are in awe of him. We are in awe of what he does. It's amazing. And some of the synonyms of awe are admiration. Like he wants us to be like inspired and amazed about what he does and astonished about what he does because he does things so well and so good. He wants us to to, uh, have this wonder. Amen? This wonder, this amazement of who he is. Like he's not some distant God. Like he speaks. Amen? And he wants to be close to us. Amen? He loves us so much. And he wants a a close relationship. He wants us to live in this wonder. We're, We're astonished by what he does every day. By what he says to us. Even the smallest of words is amazing. That the most powerful being in the whole world who created the heavens and the earth and the galaxies and all that wants to have a personal relationship with us. It is amazing. It is awesome. It is inspiring. And sometimes we take it for granted, don't we? We think, oh, that's God, you know. Oh, man, he didn't do what I wanted him to do. So, you know, and we lose that awe. We lose that reverence for for God. And God wants to just uh, begin to rekindle that fire today. And I believe this morning that he's going to start speaking to each one of you and, and just be listening to what he's saying because, you know what, he's on your side. He's for you. He is rooting for you to win. Do you know that? He's rooting for you to win. He's rooting for, for you to, to go for it and to see his hand move in the land where you live. Amen? We had, um, I'm going to have a couple of testimonies. This is something that um, I didn't plan, but um, it happened during greeting time. And so, um, Ange, come up here. And just share what happens. And actually, um, Mandy, if you can come up as well. We're just going to share a couple of things that God's doing. Isn't that exciting? So um, as we were greeting, I started to walk down this aisle here, and Lori Tyler started to walk toward me, and I went to reach for her and say, hey. And I was like, wait, you were in my dream last night. And she said, oh, I got to hear about this. And I said, I don't remember what the dream was. <laughs> I said, oh, wait, wait a minute. 
It was something about, I was at the doctor's office. I've been having problems with this arm. Wait, wait, I don't have a problem with this arm anymore. I'm like, I was healed by you through Jesus in my dream. I'm like, that is so cool. That's amazing, isn't that? That's so good. Come on. I thought I was going to have to go to the doctor because it has been like this for months. And uh, I did see a doctor about four months ago about it. And he said, I think it's, you know, tennis elbow, um, tennis, tendonitis, whatever it is. He said, if it's not healed in about six months, I'll see you back and we'll see about putting a, a brace on or whatever. So we're almost at that six-month point. And I was like, I don't want to go back in and deal with this arm. And, and it's healed. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Yes. So good. That is amazing, isn't it? Come on. Just from going to say hi and hugging someone today. Isn't that crazy? God is so much fun, and he's more amazing than we give him credit for. Amen? Okay, so Mandy has a crazy testimony that happened. Okay, so my son is six. Um, He's had a big issue with fear ever since he was born. And three weeks ago, four weeks ago, Mary was preaching um, on Jonah and the whale. It's actually one of their favorite stories. My mom afterwards was like, let's have Tyler get prayer. So Mary prayed for him. Um, mind you, that day for um, Sunday school, I, like, walked him down. He would not leave. Melissa ended up taking him, screaming, kicking, and I walked out the door with him crying. So um, she prayed for him with Lori. And um, the next Sunday, I walked him down. He never looked back just um amazing and today I walked in and I didn't even walk him down the hall so God is showing off today so that's amazing so didn't you guys go away somewhere and we did um me and my husband and the two kids went to Erie and um just I mean we have seen a radical transformation in that kid so we are praising God for what he has done Amen. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. Praise God. Isn't that so good? Oh, my goodness. Like, it's so good. Like, there's nothing too small that God doesn't want to touch in your life. There's nothing too big that God doesn't want to touch in your life. Like, he is amazing. He's awesome, you know, and he loves it when we're full of wonder, when we're like, I can't wait for today because something good is going to happen, right? But a lot of times, you know, we listen to the voice of a stranger, you know, of the devil. I can, I can use his name, right? He's defeated. But we listen to that and we think, oh, today's going to be terrible. And we just start going through all of the things, the negative things in our life that's happening. And we empower that to have rain in our life. And then we start a day that's defeated. And so God, God is a God who heals, restores, who makes crooked places straight, amen, who, who does amazing things. And so as we focus on the wonder of God, like, God, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do this. I don't know how things are going to change, but I choose to praise you anyway. And there is this amazing verse, I have fallen in love with the Passion Translation. How many have discovered that? It's on version. It They didn't, they didn't translate. Um, it's Brian Simmons who, who translated it. He didn't finish the whole Bible. So it's the New Testament and then Psalms 
in Proverbs, but I have been so blessed by it. And so anyways, I'm going to read some of the Passion Translation to you, um, if I can get my computer to work here. Let me just use my phone. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Technology is amazing, but sometimes it's a little slow. So, okay. So, um, let's see here. I put it down at the bottom. Okay. And so, um, you know, like God, he wants us, you know, when we are in a dark and a hard place, you know, like I was explaining about being in a dark and hard place and we're, we're, we're tempted to say, oh, this day is going to be horrible. Things are going to turn out bad. And um, so, you know, really what, you know, the Bible says, you know, that we're going to go through stuff. Jesus said, you know, you're going to go through trials and you're going to go through tribulation. But, you know, behold, I have overcome the world. Like, he's overcome it. And so it's that opportunity for us to focus in on him and encounter the wonder and awe of God and, and, and for our faith to grow and to trust him in that hard time. It's like an invitation to press and to encounter the awesome presence of God and to receive the breakthrough that we're believing for. Amen? And so um, in Psalms chapter 40, 1 through 3, the Passion translate. Um, says it in this way, and I love it. I waited, and I waited, and I waited some more. How many have felt like that? Patiently, knowing God would come through for me. Then, at last, he bent down and listened to my cry. He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I had fallen into, Now he lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. I love that, his ascending path. It's like you're walking. A lot of times you feel like you're walking like this, but no, no, no. You're walking this ascending path. Amen? A new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how he breaks through through me. Amen? That's so good. That's something that you, it doesn't come naturally, right? It doesn't come naturally. Like pressing into the wonder of God to see him moving, pressing into his presence is something that, is something that you have to press through and, uh, and make agreement with, right? It's, it's a choice that we make. And then it says this, ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see his miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. Amen? Amen. And as we press in and as God breaks through in our lives, it, it, it makes people, it's like, how did that happen? Like, I don't know how that happened. Like, it, it just brings this awe-inspiring, like, God, you are powerful. You are so much more bigger than me. You are so much bigger than my situation. And, and I am in awe of you. Amen? Like, I am in awe of you. I am in awe of what you do. Hallelujah. Because when you encounter the awesome presence of God, you are in awe of who he is. Isaiah encountered God in his holiness, and he said, whoa, I'm undone. (laughs) I'm a man of unclean lips, right? 
I'm undone. I'm a woman of unclean lips, God. And you and I have seen the glory of your face, the glory of the coming Lord. And I am undone. Woe is me. And 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 he said, take the the coal and cleanse my lip, God, lips, God. It's like, begin to change me. You know, when we encounter the living God, the awesome presence of God, things change. Amen. And sometimes it can be scary. But it's like God is inviting us. It's an invitation for all of us to come. Amen? All of us to come and encounter his love. It's not just for a few spiritual people. He is saying, come all who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I will give you peace. I will, I will fill you with my awesome presence, and I will change the way you think. I will change your circumstances. And, and, and I will just, I'll show you how powerful I am. Sometimes we get our eyes on the situation instead of getting our eyes on the awesome God we serve. And God just wants to flip things so that we get our eyes on him. Because he is worthy and he is amazing and he is faithful. And, and, and he, he, he's always moving. He's always speaking. And sometimes it's just being still and knowing that he's God. And, and, and I looked at a different translation as I was studying, and it said this um, in Psalms 46.10, where it says, be still and know that I'm God. Um, it says, be in awe and know that I am God. That's so powerful, isn't it? It's like, just rest. He's got this. Amen? He's got this. He's good. The days for you are good. Amen? He's got this. We can rest. We can stand in awe knowing that he's for us. He's not against us. That he is an all-powerful, all-amazing God. And when we encounter the awesome presence of God, when we encounter this awesome God, he changes us, and then we're called to bring it out. Amen? It's not meant to stay in the four, four walls of the church. Did you know that? It's not meant to stay here. Like, sometimes we feel like we're in our own little word and we, world and we can enjoy God. But God says, wait a minute, there's a whole bunch of people out there that need this peace that you carry. Right? They need this joy that you carry. They need this freedom that you have. They need to know that their sins can be forgiven. That all the stuff, the junk that holds them back can be broken. And so God is in the business of doing that. And so he wants us, as we encounter him, to to go out and bring his encounters out in the world. And that is biblical. Do you know that? That is so biblical. And because when you encounter the hour of God, he compels you to release it to those around you because you can't help but talk about it. I can remember a time in my life where I encountered God in a way that was totally impossible. I had, a lot of you have heard this story, but there's some who haven't, so I'm going to share it. I, years ago, I was very shy. I had a lot of brokenness in my heart. And... Um, I had a lot of um, fear and anxiety and all of these things, and I didn't really know that they were fear and anxiety. I just know that something, I knew that something wasn't right. And so I carried all of this shame and all of this brokenness. And um, I remember going to 
um, a conference up in Canada. And I remember going there and just seeing the power of God moving. And I was in awe. Like, I'd never seen God move like that. I've never seen preaching that powerful. I've never seen people get touched by God and healings happen. I've never seen the power of God touch people where it, 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 it moved their physical body. And it's like kind of like if you get near a, a socket, right, and you stick your finger in there, what's going to happen? You're like, well, how about when we get near the powerful, almighty presence, awesome presence of God, something happens to our physical body. And so I, I went to this conference, and I went to a, a workshop during the day, and they had asked for prayer, and I decided I just wanted more of God. He's powerful. I didn't know he was this powerful, and so I went forward. And as I went forward, I he, he prayed for me. He just touched me on the shoulder. It wasn't like he pushed me down or anything like that. He just touched me. And I, and I fell down under the power of God, and I just began to tremble and shake, just like if I stuck my finger in electricity. And I started shaking. And um, I shook for a long time, and I couldn't control it. And I thought, what is this? What is happening? Like, sometimes it can, it can put the fear in you. You know, you don't know what's happening. And, but I knew something was good. I just was crying, and, and God was touching me. And, um, and I ended up shaking like that for, like, five days. I was just shaking. I'd fall out of chairs. They'd put me back in the chair. I'd go back and, but I was so in love with Jesus. Like something changed in my heart where I was like free to love him. I was free to receive all that he had for me. You know, I was free. All of that anxiety just shook off me. It was gone. It was broken in an instant. And the fire of God began to fill me. You know, the fire consumes all of the stuff that the enemy has in your life. He's an all-consuming fire. He's a powerful God. And, and he came upon me that day, and I was never the same. And I remember coming back home. We drove all night. It was a Saturday night, and I saw my husband, and he's like, what is happening to you? And I was still shaking, like I got electrocuted. And, um, and he's like, what's going on? And, and I'm like, Jesus came. And I'm trying to tell him, like, oh, I'm so changed. Like, I love him so much. I love you. And I don't even remember what I said, but I was just changed. Like, something happened to me that was really good. It's like beyond your wildest dreams, God did it. If you sit there and think, oh, I wish God would just take that. He did it that day. He took it all. And I was new. And if he does it for one, he can do it for another. Come on. Keep going after him. Keep pressing in. And so I was changing. I remember going to, um, it was before we built this building, and we were in the Faith Heritage Gym. And so we're on metal chairs. But I was so hungry for God. Like something changed in me. It wasn't like, like before I loved God, but it was like, oh, I'm at church. This is great. I was faithful, but I didn't have the passion of God in me. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't have this, this passion of God where I just wanted him with every cell of my being. Like something changed in me where I'm like, I'm on fire. Like I want Jesus and I want other people to want Jesus and, and experience Jesus too. It was like not pressure anymore. See, when you encounter the awe of God, it compels you to share it with others. 
And that's what happened to me. And I remember going to service um, on a Sunday morning in that gym, and I, and they had metal chairs. So I'm trying to, some of you were there, so you, you remember this foolish sight I probably look like. But I really, like before this encounter, I cared what everyone thought. And after this encounter, I didn't care anymore. <laughs> so here I am sitting in this metal chair, and it's making all this noise. But as I'm like just experiencing God's word. I'm writing notes. I still have the notes in a, in a notebook somewhere in my house. And I'm writing notes. And, and God's just speaking to me. He did something in my heart. I encountered the awesome presence of God, and it changed me forever. But the good thing is, he goes, he takes us from glory to glory and faith to faith. So it wasn't a one-time thing, amen, that he has more and there was more and more and more times where I encountered God and, and people I know encountered God. I remember one time I was at home and my parents, my dad's over there, my parents went away to a conference and, um, and at the conference they said, um, the strangest thing happens. You know, God can do anything, even strange things that we think, what? He, he cares about every detail in our life. It's amazing. He's so good. <laughs> and so, um, anyways, at this conference, they said, there are really strange things ha- happened. We were in Africa. And um, so we started praying for teeth. Like, they were getting words of knowledge, which is a spiritual gift where God speaks to, to a person about something they shouldn't know. And they share it. And then God heals people. It's crazy. It's amazing. So, and it happens. It happens to us. We, we experience it here. And um, so, anyways, they had a word of knowledge about mouths, and God was healing mouths. And what was happening is there was, like, a commotion um, going on here and there, and they were finding out that not only was God healing the teeth in the people's mouths, but he was filling their teeth with gold. So they were having, they were getting gold teeth. I mean, come on, that's crazy. That makes no sense. It's a sign that makes you wonder, right? It makes you wonder, like, how? But, I mean, God is so good. He has his streets up there that are streets of gold, right? Like, he's got a lot of it. So why not heal people's mouth and put gold in it? So my parents were at this conference, and I'll never forget the day when my dad calls me. And it was before cell phones, so he's calling me, and I'm like this. What? You know, he's yelling. He's like, rah, 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 rah. and I'm like, what? He's like, I'm like, what? I can't understand you because he was so excited. He's like, your mom's got gold teeth. Your mom's got gold And I'm like, what? I, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Gold teeth? I, I didn't know. I mean, I never heard of that before. I didn't know God could do something like that. And so what happened is the uh, leadership team came back from the conference, and they were at their conference at their, at their home church, and they said, well, you know, God can, if God can do it there, let's see if he can do it here. And so they said, okay, everyone put their hands on your mouth, and we're going to ask God to come and heal, heal mouths, heal teeth, whatever. And so he prayed like a simple prayer. I mean, this is a secondhand story, but I've heard it a gazillion times. And they said, you know, God, fill your children's teeth with gold. And then he said, okay, now check it, right? So they're, they're looking around, you hear a commotion over here and a commotion over here and all of that. And so every service during this conference, they would pray for people to get filled, teeth filled with, their mouths filled with gold teeth. Did that come out better? And every service, you, people would get gold teeth. Well, one time in the service, um, they prayed, and my mom was like this, and, 
And so then they say check. And pe- by that time, people were buying flashlights. So <laughs> people, they didn't have cell phones back then, really. And so, you know, they're looking in, in each other's mouth, you know. And, and so um, my aunts and different people were at this conference with my parents. And so they're all, everyone's looking in everyone's mouth. And my dad looks in my mom's mouth, nothing. You know, they look in the next person's mouth, nothing. And then um, some, my aunt and her friend said, let me look in your mouth. She's like, oh, no, Tony just looked in my mouth. I don't have any gold teeth. And she said, let me look in your mouth. As my mom opened her mouth, my, um, she's actually a pastor in the area. Pastor Charity watched physically with her own eyes, my mom's teeth turn gold. And she was like, what? And my mom's like, oh, cut it out. You know, she didn't believe her. And, and so anyways, they looked. My mother ended up getting, I think, three gold teeth that day. Crazy, right, Dad? Was it three or two? Two? I can't see. Thank you, you guys. These lights are really crazy. So anyways, so two gold teeth that day. Isn't that crazy? And, like, God healed her mouth. And so that, you know, like, that is an all-powerful, out-of-the-box God. That he goes way beyond what we could ask or think. Sometimes it stretches our faith where we think, uh, um, that's crazy. You know, like, why would God do something like that? Why not? Right? Why not? It's crazy. Um, and so, let's see, I'm going to read another scripture. You guys ready? So in Acts chapter 2, this is the part where the Holy Spirit fell in, um, with the disciples. Jesus had, um, he went up to heaven, and, you know, he rose from the dead. He died. He came back to life, and then he went up to heaven. And he said to, he said to the disciples before um, he left, and um, he told them, you know, to go into all the world and preach the good news, you know, to the poor, you know, because all authority has been given unto me, therefore go. So it's like this trusting into God, trusting God, the all-powerful God, just to go and to see something happen. And he said he wanted them to wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit, there's a special promise, an empowerment that God has for his people. Because you know, think about it. We can't do this on our own. It has to be supernatural thing, right? And so they waited in the upper room, and the Bible says the Holy Spirit fell on them, and it was, it was like tongues of fire that fell on them. And um, they started speaking in different languages, and which was a heavenly language. How many want a prayer that you cannot mess up? You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, we can pray for you today to be filled with the Spirit because God wants to give you a prayer language that you can't mess up, that you can communicate with only him, you and him. And it, and it encourages you and edifies you and lifts your spirit up. It's supernatural. It, it's the awesomeness of God that comes upon a person and just fills them with himself. We get filled with the presence of God to overflowing, and we get a new language. We get a new prayer language, and it's crazy. So they, were, they got this new prayer language, and they were filled with the Spirit, and some thought they were drunk because sometimes when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, it looks weird, right? It looks strange. I mean, think about you get plugged, you know, your hand in the plug. You look a little strange, you know? And sometimes you look strange, and so people were accusing them of, you know, it's only nine in the morning. Why are they drunk, you know? And 
uh, all of this stuff. And so they were yelling at them. And, <laughs> and so uh, Peter just began to preach. And as he was preaching, um, you know, and telling them what was happening, you know, what God was doing, he was explaining what God was doing. And, um, and it was so amazing because the people who got filled with the Spirit who were speaking in different languages were speaking the language of the different people in that in Jerusalem at that time. God set it up where there was people from all different tribes and tongue in Jerusalem at that time when the Holy Spirit fell. So as they were coming out and speaking in tongues, it was a language that they could understand. And they're saying, wow, these people are saying the praises of God in my own language. Like, how did they know that? And they were like in awe. And so um, in Acts 2.43, it says, Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles because God just started moving and they started praying for the sick and many people came to the Lord and many people got healed and and demons came out of people and it was all amazing and it was awesome. And it was all because an awesome God filled them and and it leaked out into the world. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to leak out because when we have something that's bigger than us, it, people know it's not you. You know, when we go out and minister and feed the city, which is an outreach that we have, or we go out to the people in the inner city and we pray for them, and, and if they're sick, we pray for them. And, you know, if God gives us a prophetic word, we give them a prophetic word. And I love seeing people's faces when you start giving someone a prophetic word, which is like a word from God that you shouldn't know about, um, about the other person. Um, and so when you start to give a prophetic word and step out in faith and see that, and they go, how did you know that? How did you know that? Like, how did you know that about me? Like, that was, no, I didn't tell anyone that. And it's such an opportunity when the power of God moves in that way for you to say that God loves you and he wants a relationship with you. And I'll tell you that people give their heart to the Lord when they encounter the, the powerfulness of God. Amen? It takes, it takes, it makes it less, I mean, sometimes we think, oh my goodness, okay, I need to know all the four spiritual laws, I need to know all that, and those are good, but what about if we tapped into the presence of God? What about if we tapped into hearing God's voice, and we, we were enraptured in his presence on a daily basis, where we were just filled with him, with the awe and the wonder of God, that, that we would continually be filled with him, with his love, with his peace. And, and then when we were outside of our houses and out in different places, that when he tells us to go and minister to someone, how about if we go and minister them and the power of God begins to flow through us? How amazing is that? Do you know we were created? Well, we were created to be filled and to release the power of God. That's what we were created to do. It's amazing. It's the awesomeness of God. And, you know, um, I remember I'm going to share some some testimonies of miracles. You guys want to hear some? And, oh, you didn't sound very excited. Do you want to hear some miracles? Okay. You know, it helps when you get around people who are, who are seeing it and you hang around with them. It, it takes your doubt 
and it, and it, and it shoots it in the trash (laughs) where you're just like, wow, if you know, and we're in a great age where we can just go on YouTube and, and I mean, we could look for like, give an example, Todd White and watch him pray for sick people and see him do it. And, and and what it does is it builds faith in our heart. How many know what I'm saying? And it gives us courage to be able to go out and to see God move. And, and I think sometimes we, if we don't see it the way we think God should do it, we give up. You know, oh, God must not want to use us in this way. He only likes to use so-and-so, or he only likes to use so-and-so, so we give up. But God doesn't want us to give up. He wants us to keep going. And sometimes we think, oh, we missed it, and he's mad at us. But he's actually not mad at us. He's actually excited that we're like, okay, I'm going to go try this thing. I'm going to go pray for people, and I'm going to do it with love. Because, I mean, in the spiritual gifts in chapter Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it's all wrapped in love. It says if you don't minister out of love, you're just making a lot of noise. And so loving people as you're ministering to them, doing the simple gospel, you know, feeding people and giving people rides and and loving people, the simpleness of the gospel, being Jesus to them, it's like allowing God to move and it's stepping out into what he's called you to do. And we're all called to do it. Amen? We're all called to do it. And when we start to do it, we will be enraptured in the awesomeness of God. Amen? Like, we we will be excited about the things of God again. He will start to, to, to just, like what I was saying, how I came back so changed because I experienced the power of God. And sometimes in your going, you experience the power of God. And it's so good. Amazing. So anyways, um, I talked about getting around people who, are experiencing that. You could watch it on YouTube. You could get around people who see it happen. You could say, okay, let's go out and let's go pray for people. Like, who? just be creative, right? Just go and do something. There's a whole world out there who needs an encounter with God. So anyways, so um, Aaron, my daughter Aaron and Lori, they were in school um, at Global School of Supernatural Ministries. And my son Judah and Casey Keegan, and Rachel Davis are all there now, so keep praying for them that God's going to touch them. But um, they ha- they in the school, they go on an outreach. They either go to Baltimore or some go to Brazil. And so um, my daughter's roommate went to Brazil, and it was in the October time frame. And while she was in, in Brazil, what they do is um, the um, founder of Global Awakening is Randy Clark. And so they... Um, they have, like, healing crusades and conferences where they empower people to know how to move in spiritual gifts and things. And then they say, okay, you know, now, you know, go and do it. And so um, the team usually is trained in how to pray for the sick. And then when it's time for ministry time, they call them up. And so um, they gave words of knowledge. They said, okay, get something for God, and we're going to share it and see if you know, and ask people if they needed it. So there was someone, you know, someone had said eyes, you know, blindness. And there was a woman who raised her hands <clears throat> who was blind. And so she went up to get prayer at the end. And I had a picture of it, but it's okay. You can come see me after, and I'll show you the picture. So this woman um, was blind in one eye, and she had a silicone eye inside of her eye because her eye was so damaged that it was white. You know what that looks like? Do you guys know what I mean? And so she had a white eye. And um, anyways, so 
um, they prayed, she came up to get prayer, and they prayed for her, and nothing was happening. They're praying, um, asking God to come, praying over her eye, nothing happened. And, and they kept praying, and they kept loving her for like 40 minutes. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Like, they just, they just loved her. It's not them who heals, it's God, Right? So they just loved her, and they pray for her, and that's what I was saying. Like, that's the main thing, just loving people. And so they're praying for her, and nothing happened. And so they're feeling in their spirit, like, okay, there's lines here. We want to go start praying for other people. So they said to her, you know, just sit here and allow God to touch you. We're going to start praying for other people. So they started praying for other people, and while they're praying for other people, this woman uh, screams and just, ah! screams and they're like what is going on her silicone eye pops out of her eye and God starts recreating her eye as they're sitting there and she's crying and God is like touching her and she's just like overwhelmed and the picture that I was going to show you um, is her holding her silicone eye and God's brand new eye right next to it like, God just completely restored her eye. And sometimes, you know, and, and that's amazing, isn't it? Come on. And, and so it's like learning to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, learning to stay in his presence, to, to go for it when God tells you to pray for someone, to just, just be around people who are seeing God move in awesome ways and, and going to conferences where it's happening and going to places and saying, God, I want it because I don't want to live a boring life. I want to be in awe of you, and I want the awesomeness of you to radiate, radiate out of me wherever I go. Amen? And so God healed that woman. We, Jim and I were uh, so blessed recently. We went um, to a retreat. It was a pastor's retreat through um, Anga. It's through Global Awakening. And so we went there, and there was other ministry leaders there. And it was a smaller group. It was like maybe 40 people. And so while we were there, we saw a friend of ours who we went to Brazil with um, years back. And so it was so exciting. His, um, his name is Pastor James Lee, and he's just an amazing guy. And he takes people on missions trips all around the world, and he sees incredible miracles. And he's been with Global Awakening trips a bunch of times. He takes whole teams with them, and he's just seen all kinds of crazy stuff. So during lunch, I decided to ask him. I'm like, so James, tell me. I want to hear this. Like, what is the most amazing thing you've seen God do? And he began to tell me, you guys want to hear? And so we're sitting there at the table, and he begins to tell me. He said he was in Thailand, and he brought a team there. And it was ministry time, and they're praying for people, and God's moving, and it's crazy awesome. And there was this um, uh, mother and father, and they brought their son. And so they bring their son, and... um, the son had um, Down syndrome, and so um, uh, he couldn't hear as well, and he couldn't speak, and so um, he said, so he had gotten prayer from so many people. His parents were so hungry for God to touch their son, and um, so they just started bringing all these people. They just happened to bring it to James and his team, and so um, they prayed for him, and God opens his ears, and he started to hear. He, they were snapping, and he was, like, you know, doing this. And they prayed for him again, and God opened his mouth, and he was able to speak. 
and God was physically touching him. And he said by the end of the night, by the time he left, he looked and he found him and saw him because God was touching him. He was near him, I guess. And his physical features started turning normal. And they started looking like his mom and his dad. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing? Like, come on, that's what I want to see, right? The impossible made possible. And so he was telling me this, and he said that, um, I love this, he said, and I didn't even get it on testimony because it was late that night, and the, peop- the video team for Global Awakening already went back to the hotel, so it never even got on the testimony. <laughs> so he was so frustrated, but it was so crazy that God healed that young man. Amen? And God can do anything. Amen? God can do anything. And it's when we get in this place where we're in awe of his presence and we believe him to do the impossible, when he enwraps our heart, when we die to ourselves and just say, I'm just going to live for you, God. I'm going to believe you for what you said. Lynn, can you come on up? And I'm just going to believe you for what the Bible says is possible. I'm going to believe you and I'm going to go for it. God, I die to myself. I die to my fears. I die to those, to those things, the anxieties. I die to the doubts. I die to all those things. I die to never, to feeling like nothing's ever going to change. I choose to die to those things. And I choose to look to you. I choose to focus my eyes on you. And what you say, that you say, nothing is impossible. I choose to stand in awe of you, God. And it's like changing our focus from ourself and and what we see in the natural and focusing on God. And that's how he brings his power through people, through people who have a clean vessel before God. Amen? He's longing. He's longing. He's longing to use you. He's longing to move through your hands, but he wants to encapture your heart first. Amen? He wants to encapture your heart. And he wants, he wants you to give those things to him. And he wants you to only see him. And today is a good day to encounter him. Amen? Today is a good day for him to move. And, and I asked Lynn, we're going to close this message with a song. And it talks about the awe, standing in awe of God. It's an older song, so a lot of you may know it. But if not, it's very easy to sing. And if you don't know the words, if it's, if it's in the way, then just close your eyes and let them touch you. But we're going to stand right now as we close. And, and I want to welcome you. If you feel like God is tugging at your heart and you feel his presence on you right now, and you feel like something's stirring in your heart, I want to invite you to come forward as we begin to sing this song. And I want to encourage you to let God take your gaze. Let him take your gaze. Put all of your focus on Jesus and allow him to touch you this morning. Get your eyes on Jesus. 
one more time. Come on, just get your focus on Jesus. Just let him touch you this morning. Come on, you didn't come to church to leave the same. Let him touch you this morning. Just begin to close your eyes. We're going to sing it one more time. Come on. Let it sink in. Let it. Let the regrets, let those things that are holding you back, let them fall to the wayside this morning. Let it go this morning and allow your eyes to be fixed on Jesus today. Allow the awe of God just to overwhelm you and fill you this morning with his spirit. this morning. I feel like there's someone in here, you've had um, kind of like a learning disorder and chemical imbalance in your mind, and I feel like God's just bringing healing in that area. And some of you may feel heat. Sometimes heat comes over. Sometimes you can feel just coolness or electricity, like God's just beginning to heal minds. And I don't know if it's um, if it's uh, uh, migraine headaches or something. And I even feel like there's even a shifting in bodies where you're just going to, it's just going to pop back in place right now and pain is going to leave. There's some of you in here, you just had back pain and you don't know why. And, and God's just going to supernaturally just bring healing and alignment right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this place. We thank you for touching people. We thank you, God, for stirring hearts, God. We ask for dreams and visions, God, that you would fill people with your spirit, that people, Lord, that this would be the opening, the start of a new, awesome, awe, um, amazing relationship with you. I feel like God's rekindling fires and hearts this morning, that he's blowing in this place, and he's rekindling hearts this morning, and he's rekindling the fire that once burned. He's fanning the flame within people today.
where they're not just melancholy, where they're not just just uh, what whatever, but they're on fire for you, God, that they're staying up late to read your word, that you're speaking to them, God, once again, God. And, and Lord, that doubt and unbelief is not a stronghold in their life anymore, but believing you is and encountering you is and loving you is. So we're just going to end this, and we're just going to say a big, loud, and, and, and I mean, we're going to keep ministry open if people still want ministry. We're still going to have that available. But we're going to end the, the service time here with, I want you, Jesus. Let's just say it together. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. I want you, Jesus. Let's say it again. Come on. One, two, three. I want you, Jesus. Just hold your hands out. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come and just fill this place. Wash over each person. Fill them to overflowing right now with your Holy Spirit. Fill them right now. Holy Spirit, come. Fill them right now. Fill them right now. Just let them touch you. Come on, just let them touch you. Come on, fill them right now. More, Lord. Just touch them right now. Just fill them right now. Some of you feeling something happening in your heart. Some of you have burning hearts. Just let them touch you this morning. Fill them right now. We just love you, Jesus. More, Lord. Just touch. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. The Lord just showed me weights just coming off shoulders this morning. Weights of just past mistakes just falling off your shoulders. You can even do a shoulder roll just to let it fall. We just thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we're going to continue this, um, but I want to just honor those who maybe have a job to go to or maybe... um, they're just feeling like God spoke to them and they're ready to go. I just want to bless you. And I just I just bless you in the name of Jesus. And so I just, you know, if that's you and you feel like you're ready to go out in the atrium, um, you have to go to work, like we bless you and we release you right now. But those who God is really touching, like let's take this time and press in. Like, what would happen if something really happened today, if we continue to press in? So, God, we just thank you. So, I'm just going to ask our ministry team if you would just come up. And if you're in here and you just feel like you just 
you just want to sit in the presence of God. And you just, God's doing something in your heart. We just want to invite you to stay. You could sit in your seat. You can come up front. You can come for prayer, however it is. And maybe God's touching you. So, so those who are leaving, if you could just be sensitive to what God's doing and, and um, just kind of leave quietly. So we're just going to soak in what God's doing. Amen. We're going to let his awesome presence just fill us and touch us.